Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Good evening, morning, day to you. 70, that's nice. Last one was 69. I did one a couple days ago for the 1975 soundboard because it's a 1975 soundboard that contains three and a half milliseconds of the wanton song which makes it noteworthy and it's a show that hasn't been released yet so i did that but i also made a promise to do part two of tokyo and though i do not want to tonight i am doing it because a man keeps his word and i have not blown a weekly podcast yet and i could be a dick and count wednesdays as it but nope Here it is. I've got the songs ready, and it's a great show. Part one is fantastic with the one of my favorite whole lot of loves ever. If it was all in consistent quality, it would be, I think. And uh, again, just to recap, this is the first show that Led Zeppelin has ever played in Japan or Asia, as a matter of fact, and they are coming to deliver. And I played a whole lot of love. And since I've been loving you last time. And this time, uh, I'm going to play Dazed and Confused, but not quite yet. I'm going to play, you know what, I'm going to start off with what is and what should never be. Not that there's a lot of variation in them, but it's a fun song, it's a good song, and I like to hear him do it live, even though it's kind of, it's like Black Dog, it's kind of always the same. But, Led Zeppelin, September 23rd, 1971, what is and what should never be on their first date of their first Japanese tour in Tokyo, Japan. See, look at that. Two minutes in and we're getting right to it. You're welcome. Here you go. If I say to you Thank you. 
Also, it's Robert Plant's birthday today, as I record this, August 20th. Happy 72nd birthday, Mr. Plant. Um, I figure there's little chance he's ever going to hear this, but you're amazing. There you go. Whoa, something just collapsed. How interesting. Oh, it's my mouse. All right, I got it. I got it. What is and what should never be? Very enjoyable. It's a fun song. It's it's your body moves to that song, and that's what Zeppelin was good at, especially at the beginning. Especially with Zeppelin Two, Zeppelin Two was a bop along with its song, and, uh, album rather. Jesus Christ, I am scattered today, and I apologize. You ever? It's one of those days where every text I send, I misspell some common word, or I leave a word out, so it looks like it was written by an idiot. And then I feel terrible, and it's like, is this Alzheimer's? Is this how it starts? And uh, I just I just have to focus more today. So I apologize if I'm not here 100%. But Zeppelin are, and that's what you're here for. And yeah, what is and what should never be? Zeppelin II as a whole. You know, I think as a whole, it may be objectively my favorite album. Even though I don't listen to it much, I don't listen to the albums much at all anymore. It's kind of, I reached a point where I listen to the albums incessantly so that I just absorbed them into my cells. And then I got into bootlegs and then I absorbed the bootlegs incessantly so they got into my cells. And then the box set came out in 90, 30 years ago. 30 years ago. Jesus Christ. 
the box set came out, and then I listened to everything again, but in that order. And now, I mean, it used to be I would know the running order of every album, and now it's not there. I, I, it's funny. It, it kind of did a circle. I went, I knew it, I knew it perfectly, and then it's diminished, and now it's uh, back in the rearview mirror over the horizon. But in any case, Zeppelin II, um, because probably because it was recorded on the road while they were on tour, and not only while they were on tour, but while they were on tour, still flush with the glow of who the fuck was that when they played. Because people were going to see, like, you know, Iron Butterfly or The Doors or Jethro Tull or Alice Cooper or for the beginning, you know, the first few months of their career, people were going to the show and they were the opening act. And you know how opening acts are. You just kind of sit there or you wait or you blow them off completely and you come in later or you get a pretzel or something. Um... And they were so unbelievably successful, as we've heard, and so unbelievably powerful that they quickly became the opening act. And riding that rush of not only success, but unparalleled success. I mean, they went from an opening act to a group to a super group all in 1969. January 1969, they're opening at the Fillmore for Iron Butterfly, like third on the list, like sub and supporting act. And uh, January 1970, they're playing the Royal Albert Hall. Unbelievable. And all that energy, all that lightning in a bottle was captured in Zeppelin II, which was recorded on the road. Because after they played those amazing gigs, they would go to a studio in the town, wherever they were. Jimmy would bring the multi-tracks and they would record and on that rush, on that high of that aggressive, like the, the Mongolian horde riding at full tilt, power, put into Zeppelin II. All the boys still in their early 20s. Like Robert, as a matter of fact, was 20. Bonzo was 20. and Or 21, you know, by the time it was finished recording, but ooh, 21 years old. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, see, look, I gave you two minutes on before the song, and then I pissed away all this time after rambling. I am sorry. I hope you enjoy it. I hope this is I hope this is likable for um, some of you. Anyway, seems to be the podcast is doing okay, but um, let's see. Man, this is I'm sorry. This has been one of those days. You know, this is one of those days where every pen you grab runs out of ink you grab the paper and it rips you stand up and your shoelace is caught in the wheel of your stupid desk chair and just you go outside starts raining the car won't start you know it's just one of those days where sometimes it's just not in your favor and i and that's that's it it hit me today so this is the day where i'm just kind of uh waiting for the day to end and for things to turn around because fortune has not smiled upon me today. And I am also inexplicably sleepy. But since I can't splick it, we shouldn't uh, dwell upon it. For I shall go to bed in a couple hours. But before that, let's listen to Dazed and Confused. Is this one of the legendary Dazed Confused? No. 
It's a great Dazed and Confused, like most of them were. It is the first Dazed and Confused played live in Japan. And, being a 1971 Dazed and Confused, it is passionate, powerful, and has separate movements, like a piece of music. Well, it is a piece of music, but you know what I mean. Anywho, and I think it's a consistent source throughout. The whole lot of love from this show was kind of um, hampered by having to patch together several sources to get the complete, you know, 38-minute whole lot of love. Dazed, I don't think it has this problem. Um, Looking at the waveform, it doesn't. I, I don't remember it happening. But anyways, it's about 22, 23 minutes of Jimmy Page and the boys at their ascendancy playing the legendary song that everybody knows. All right, friends, Dazed and Confused, September 23rd, 1971, Hot of Markness.
I always feel like the king in The Princess Bride, the old man, when I come back from a song, because I want to be like, well, isn't that nice? Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that nice? Oh, Jimmy in complete command of his instrument with focus and vision is unstoppable. And then having the entire band working together. I mean, Dazed and Confused hadn't become a song that they just got through. It hadn't become tired. It hadn't become bloated. It had a purpose. It was really, really, really good. And I enjoyed every second of that. You guys are helping me to become a better Led Zeppelin fan because the stuff I didn't used to listen to, like the 75 tour and the 77 tour and all that stuff that has warts and all, I'm seeing the beauty in it. I'm learning to love Zeppelin in more and more ways, more and more facets of the jewel that is Led Zeppelin are exposed to light and can sparkle. There, that wasn't bad. All right, friends, I've got one more for you. Once more into the breach, my brethren. But before that, he's like, ah, shit, here he goes. Yep, Twitter, at Heart of Markness. The Facebook group, at Heart of Markness. In fact, we've had some uh, notable people join the group lately. We have Andy Adams, the legendary Andy Adams of the Celebration Led Zeppelin group on Facebook with tens of thousands of people in it. Friend of Jimmy Page, seer of concerts, player of basses, I think. Andy has been nothing but a wonderful man in every interaction I've seen him in. And he is always very generous and always very open and always very sure that I know that he is there for me when I finally get around to getting my shit together enough to do something themed like the 1984 Jimmy Roy Harper gigs. So that's going to happen at some point and it's going to be good. And um, the other one is Steve of the Lemon Sawyer. Sour. Uh, welcome, friend. I love your keyboard playing. I love your live videos during this virus thing. And uh, man, thank you for joining both of you and everybody else who's joined. So yeah, Facebook group full of cool people. It's a really nice space. It's a really nice space you are welcome to join it and i i i invite you to um i'm also on heartofmarkness.com which is where you can find this show in its entirety you can download it completely and own it rub it against your face or whatever else you want to rub it up against i'm not gonna ask or judge so yeah you can come and see the shows most of the time the shows that I feature will be available in their entirety at heartofmarkness.com. So check that out. And there's some additional stuff too. I put stuff up there that I, just, I don't have in the podcast and stuff that isn't music related, comedy related, or, you know, other things that you can explore another facet of Mark. Or if you like what I do, you like how I do it and you want to help keep the lights on, at these uncertain times, you are welcome, invited, implored to become a patron of this podcast. You get an extra podcast every month. You get cool stickers. And if I can find a coffee mug that isn't complete shit, I've had two coffee mugs I've got demos of, and they're just garbage. One is like 
smaller than an average coffee mug and very, very light. And I just squeezed it really hard and the handle crumbled. Granted, I do have the strength of a god. But, um... And the other one was just like... It has to feel good in your hand, you know? If I'm going to have a Heart of Markness mug, if somebody's going to go through the trouble of buying it, or if you're a patron and I give one to you, I want it to be something that you use. So when I find that perfect mug, you will know, the world will know, and tremble. So, if you want to be one of the titans upon whose shoulders rests this podcast, then go to patreon.com slash heartofmarkness and join up. Or, if you don't want to do a monthly thing, then you are welcome to... I, my cash tag is heart, uh, dollar sign heart of Markness, if you want to kick me some dough. What, uh, what the whole patron thing does, aside from enriching me to the point where I can afford a laptop that's 10 years old, um, you can host stuff. I don't know what the hell's going on outside, but it sounds like a dog is eating a child. Or vice versa. Ah, kids. Lots of kids. Um, what, what it goes to is, uh, it hosts, my podcast is hosted on SoundCloud that costs money every month. Uh, the cloud server I use to host the shows that you can download for free that costs money every month. The website costs money every month and, uh, the microphone, uh, wow, fuck that all up. The microphone with which I'm speaking to you costs money. This was actually given to me by wonderful friend, Jeremy. For you know, to whom I'll be eternally grateful, and uh, really improves the sound. But yeah, by and large, if you want a patron, and here are the people that are patrons that are helping keep the lights on here: a Laurel and Hardy handshake too, Rob, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, other David, Bill, Mimo, and Avi. Avi and Mimo, I think were. Yes, they were my first two patrons, January 29th and January 31st, 2020, on either Dovetail, they, 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 they bookend, actually. They bookend my birthday, which is January 30th. Yay. So thank you guys very much for supporting this podcast. It really, really helps out. I am not a wealthy man, and this patronage actually has a tangible difference in my life, for which I thank you. All righty proselytizing is over I have one more song for you it is communication breakdown from the show and there usually are a few breakdowns in the song aside from just hey girl a little funky break usually and this case is no different enjoy it what a show this is if you like it please go to hardermarktis.com and download this show it is awesome and scroll around and get some more. <coughs> it's actually a pretty good resource for Zeppelin shows at this point. I've had 70 episodes, so there's, you know, well over 50 shows up there for you. What are you waiting for? All right. Communication Breakdown, September 23rd, 1971. And they're off. <laughs> Thank you. 
just amazing. The discipline, the tightness. It's a perfect balance of Apollonian and Bacchanalian energies, and it is just the best. Led Zeppelin, I am so glad. I'm so glad I did this podcast tonight, even though I didn't want to. As always happens, by the time I get to the end of it, I'm inspired by the music, and I'm like, oh my god, that was great. So, I hope you liked it too, friends. I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I have some ideas. But I'm not going to tip my hand yet in case I uh, take a left and it turns out to be something else. Because that happens. Uh, There will be a podcast over the weekend of something not Led Zeppelin, as I do. Typically, it is uh, coincides with the release of another Mike Millard master or first generation release. Last week, it was Genesis playing a small club in 1980, and it's excellent. Who knows what it's going to be this week? If it's anything halfway interesting, I will feature it. If not, I got a lot of stuff in the pocket to share with you. You want to see what's in my pocket? Ugh, I shouldn't say that. According to my uh, demographics, 95% of you are dudes. But for the 5% of you who aren't... Um, <laughs> sorry. All right, everybody. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And I will talk to you in a few days. Thank you very much for listening.